Hello? You play to win the game. Let's go to eat a damn snack. We're taking receipts, and I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 55 of the Battered Just Fans podcast. I am your host, Andy Granada, and alongside me, I have three of the battered fans. Let's go around the clock. First, Gunny, how are you doing, sir? Yeah, man, it's like I was telling you earlier, man, like, you know, overall in my, my life, professionally and personally, things are going amazing. Uh, I couldn't ask for, for a better time of year. Um, but as a Jets fan, it's it's stressful. It's it's causing me to lose hair. I'm getting more grays in my beard. Uh, and, and I think I think the New York Jets for that, because the only dis, uh, I guess you can say, like, you know, unequal or disorganization I have currently in my life is being a New York Jets fan. And now I'm sitting here contemplating on whether or not the reality is the New York Jets are still somehow in control of making things happen. And <laughs> it starts with beating the Buffalo Bills. And I it's I don't that's, know how to feel about it. Man. We we, we talked about it on Sunday and I said I'm not I'm not giving up hope until after the Bills game. I can't I'm believe I'm back to this point though. You're jumping on I told you, I, I thought it was gonna take usually, Sunday. It's I need Wednesday. Saturday, Friday night. Here I am on Wednesday looking at it like Damn, man. I mean, it's possible <laughs> that we're facing it. off against the Dolphins for first overall next week. <laughs> oh, boy. It's going to be a fun episode. This Mike, is- the stat guy. How you doing, sir? Yeah, guys. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm doing pretty good here. Uh, you know, now that it's been, what, four four days now since the game, I'm, I'm feeling, feeling a little bit better here, uh, especially after the Bills lost. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm excited about talking what we got to talk about today. And, uh, you know, ready to give my two cents and, and uh, hear what you guys have to say. And, uh, and I'm sure the happiest of the four of us, bitch-ass bearded fanatic. How are wow. you doing, sir? Wow, wow. <laughs> Disrespectful. I feel like I had to jump ahead of you because I'm sure that it's coming our way. No, man. Listen, you know I got nothing but love for Jet fans. Nothing but love. That's why I'm able to do this show. And you know what? The disrespectfulness, not just the bitch ass, the fact you came to me last. Now, you can say you saved the best for last, but well, ho, I, did it on purpose. I, I come first. That's all I got to <laughs> say about that. But it is episode 55. Happy Jeremiah Atachu Day here on the Battered Jets fan show. As, he, you, as you should know, he wore number 55 for the New York Jets. But, Danny, I'm excited to start talking some uh, Jets football, man. What do you got for today? Oh, boy. Well, I I wanted to start with, I guess, you could kind of call it the news of the week. Yep. We finally had some type of change going on in this roster. Michael Carter gets cut. I'm a Michael Carter fan. I've always thought that he didn't get his fair share of carries and opportunities. Now, I know that this year has been kind of rough. People saying he's not a good blocker, which he isn't. He's not a good blocker. But he can run the rock. And he didn't get those opportunities. He was, they put him strictly as a third down back. And I thought that, you know, I mean, I guess he didn't fit with Brees Hall being almost a three down back. But uh, I wouldn't say I'm happy about it. I'd rather see Dalvin Cook hit the road. But it is what it is. <laughs> Michael Carter's gone. Izzy's going to get his opportunity. So uh, I'll start with Mike. Mike, what did you think about Michael Carter getting uh, the boot? Um, well, uh- to, to be completely honest, I was actually, I was actually a little shocked because uh, I did not expect for them to out to cut him outright. A um, little, little bit about Michael Carter too. Some stats here. He had that mm. that one really really great game back in 2021. I uh, had it written down here. He had he had 77 rushing yards and a touchdown and 95 receiving yards. So he had a you know a pretty it's much. Where a Danny, it's where it's where Danny fell in love with him. By the way, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I, I kind of fell in love with them a little bit then too. But I, unlike Dan, I kind of like, uh, you know, w- w- once they like show me what they got and then it's like they fall off a cliff, like, all right, I'm done with you mm. after like a couple of games. <laughs> but uh, that, that's like the difference between like me and Dan. Like, he's like the, the true fan. I'm just like the all over the place guy. But um, uh, so, Mike's so Michael, like, what have you done for me lately? Exactly, <laughs> for sure. exactly, exactly. So uh, Michael Carter, again, I, I was a little bit shocked, but, you know, I'm actually a little bit happy for him because now he's able to get, get some more opportunities with uh, the Cardinals now that he's got picked up there. So best of luck to him. Was it the changes that I, that I wanted? Uh, no, but you know, now we have Izzy Benacanda who's going to get some, get some touches here. So I'm really excited to, to, you know, for that. So good luck to Michael Carter, but on to the next. And I, I know Gunny has been dying to see Izzy get some opportunities. So how are you feeling about Michael Carter getting the boot and Izzy finally getting the, opportunity hopefully right i mean i thought it'll be too many opportunities but he'll see more action than he's been seeing recently yeah look listen i'm i'm ecstatic for the the thought process of getting izzy some play time um but let's be honest man they 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 cut the wrong person Uh, and i i think wholeheartedly even even the michael carter freaking like uh chop block when you look at it again, and I watched the, the games a couple of times, I don't know why I would do this to myself, but I do it. He literally, per the letter of the law, did not actually have a flag. It wasn't a penalty. It was a clean shot block. The dude was not engaged with freaking uh, Mekhi Becton. In fact, he reached out for Mekhi Becton, therefore initiating the contact, vice versa. So so in all actuality, Michael Carter didn't do anything wrong there. The refs, as always, messed that one up. If they wanted to really make a statement, CJ Uzama's head should be on a stake right now. Alan Lazard, I'd be okay with his head being on a stake right now. Those are the individuals I felt like if you really wanted to make a statement, you would go ahead and go with that route. But CJ Uzama, I think, without question, uh, responsible. I, I, I solely put the loss of that game on CJ Uzama. The, the loss of that touchdown, um, the loss of the big play that killed momentum, uh, in back-to-back freaking drives, I just I can't. I can't do it, man. He is the reason why the Jets lost that game. Um, I get it. People want to go ahead and blame everything, but but CJ Uzama to me was the culprit. And if you wanted to make a statement to show this freaking team you meant business and you weren't messing around, you chop his head off and you put that thing on the stake. They didn't I do am, that. I'm with you with the CJ who's, who's your mama yeah. guy. I, I, I am 100% with you. I would have released him if possible or at least sent him to the bench and not let him play anymore. But the Alan Lazard, although I am not a fan, we don't have no Who other else we got. Yeah, no, you're right. like we got I'll, other tight ends, but we got no other receivers. Angry. That's yeah. just me being angry. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. All right, and and bearded. I, look, you know you have your Jets favorites, Michael Carter. You a, a fan of Michael Carter? What are you thinking about him getting the boot? You and I were on the same boat when they drafted Brees Hall. They were like, why? Yeah, why? I Michael Carter can do My, it. Yeah, Michael Carter just Damn showed here. out this season. Damn why here. are we drafting a running back now? I get it. When you You're have a wrong. talent, when you have a talent like Brees Hall, and they obviously saw the talent he had, you got to yep. go and get the guy. You can never have enough good players. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm beating a dead horse with a stick here because I feel like Dalvin Cook should have been the one to get the boot. You specifically said Robert Sala, I didn't want Michael Carter to rot on the bench, but so Dalvin Cook is going to rot on the bench, and you're paying him all that money for absolutely no reason. I don't see the upside here. The only upside I see here is that the Dolphins sign him to the practice squad and then he gets to play you on Black Friday. That would be full circle, and then he just shows out against you guys. But obviously, I don't think that's going to happen. We have a pretty heavy running back room right now, especially with Devon Inche coming back. So, Danny, I'm with you. Dalvin Cook should have been the scapegoat. 
he should have been. But to touch on what Gunny said, saying that he thinks CJ, who's your mama, was the reason that you guys lost that game. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I was still putting it on the shoulders of Zach Wilson. I get it. The guy did not play the good game, but man, to say well, it was CJ's fault. To, to, to that point, Zach Wilson never has to drive down the field to throw the interception if we got the intercept the touchdown when Brees Hall scored. Zach Wilson doesn't have to go ahead and win the game. We're in the lead. Well, Defense wins but, that game. But holding happens on every single play. It just happened that they caught him on that aspect. Oh, no, 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 no. Did you see it? You see I those did. holds? He tackled twice. That was so blatant and disgusting. It wasn't one of those like ticky tacky. He couldn't like, stop the guy. He couldn't oh, stop. Oh, it could have. Listen, I'm all about freaking ex- blaming the refs when given the opportunity. Right. Right. Both of both of the holds were egregious. That was a hundred percent on CJ. I'm there's man, and, and the more 100%. I watched it, the more it pissed me off because okay. it, you're a veteran of this game, making a move. Uh, uh, you're messing up ways rookies wouldn't have messed up. Right. He tackled. I'm, you know what? I'm getting pissed off again. I get no, it, and, and then I get it. on top of that, it, it's not just so much that he's doing this; is that he's taking away snaps from Jeremy Ruckert, which is who right. you want to see. Right. If Jeremy Ruckert wasn't on the bench. Maybe we wouldn't be as harsh, but because we have this kid that we want to see play, he can block just as good as CJ Uzama and better. he can catch better than he can. So I, let's give him some playing time and CJ's taking that away. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. I don't want to spend I don't want to spend any time on this, but talking about blocking, it just popped into my head. Jacoby Myers laying out Michael Clemens. I th- what don't don't tell me you guys didn't see it. I know each of you saw it. Oh, Maybe. okay. That's it. We're not gonna even okay. Oh, no, I, I saw it. I saw. It. I was laughing. I, I saw. It. Look, I listen, he fine. caught him off guard, right? He caught him off. Say, guard. Like, that that, that was right. more of a surprise. You really think if, if he's waiting for it, skinny ass, uh, well, skinny ass, Myers, knocked, that, knocked out, knocked out, Mr. Mr. Walking Dead. Well, I mean, Matt, as, as he's moving out. Listen, I, I, I almost got choked out by a, a 99 pound female Marine during a training uh, uh, regiment in freaking yeah. mixed martial arts. OK, yeah. so you can go. That's what happens when you're not paying attention and you're taking things lightly. It can happen. I, 99 pounds. And I'm not making this up. I'll say it right. Bias was 99 pounds. And that's the closest I've ever been put cl- come to being put to sleep by an individual in Sorry, a training exercise. I, I guess. So, I, yeah. I enjoyed I enjoyed it more than all you guys apparently. But. I did not enjoy it. And, uh, I don't even know why we brought this up. It had nothing to do with I, the I, game. I agree. <laughs> also, the lowest man always wins in football too. So right, it, of course, it, it, leverage. It's it just yeah, leverage exactly. Mm. Uh, and look, uh, one Jets pod joining us. What's going on, one Jets? Uh, he's been calling for record every week. I think that's the biggest uh, thing that everybody has against CJ Usama is that he's getting all these snaps and it's killing G- Jeremy Rucker's opportunities. Now I know we all. Talked a little earlier today, and we decided we do not want to talk Zach Wilson today. We don't, especially not Mike. So I'm not going no, to harp not. on Zach Wilson. All I wanted to say mm-hmm. to Gunny's point, because he already brought it up, yep, was this game wasn't on Zach Wilson. Mm. Much like Gunny, he said, I'm not sure why I went back and watched it again. I'm not sure why I did the same thing because we're battered Jets fans. That's why we did it. And as I'm watching it, yeah, Zach didn't have a perfect game. Yeah, he missed some open receivers, mm-hmm. but he was getting the ball in the field. He had a few big plays, and they were called back. They, yeah. they got into the end zone. Mm-hmm. I don't care how, how pathetic it was. They got in, and then there, they got called back. There were some very big drops, too, from Garrett Wilson, very uncharacteristic, like the one the one when then Zach Wilson feathered it between the safety and, it, and the quarterback, and it, and it, and it literally landed it. I was yes. like – 
And that, that, I'm gonna like, yep, yep. When you see it full, full speed, you're like, ah, man, it, it's a tough catch to make. But in all actuality, that was a tough throw to make to, to layer it between the safety, the cornerback in the bread basket, as they say, mm-hmm. of the wide receiver. And Garrett dropped it, man. Like, so yeah, after watching it again, even though I was pissed off at Zach Wilson, and I, I, I for the record, I still don't think Zach Wilson is the answer. Uh, no, no, not at every all. now and again. He shows you like he can make some plays. Our our offense isn't helping him. Our wide receivers ain't helping him. Our tight ends ain't helping him. This isn't a guy you can he he needs all the help he can get. He can't do that consistently enough where we can afford to go ahead and drop passes like those. So and, I can't put it on Zach. And you know what else he needs? He needs the offense to not commit so many crucial penalties. That would help. Because <laughs> this offense isn't good, but it's producing no. big plays here and there. But when the few big plays all get called back, what do you expect for, for Zach Wilson to do? He's not very good. He's serviceable. And, you know, and we were talking about Trevor Simeon. Again, I don't want to get onto this too much, but we were talking about Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon can't move, man. That's the only thing about Trevor Simeon. And I, I, I think that the offensive line did a decent job. But Zach Wilson also moved around when he had to. And Trevor Simeon won't do that. So I don't know how he'd be behind this offensive line. Go ahead, Manny. I feel like I need to know what you guys' definition is of a serviceable quarterback because I don't even think he's that. He may not have lost you the game, but he's nowhere near even winning you a game. He he doesn't he doesn't do enough to win you a game. Yeah, does he do enough to get you in field goal range? Sure. Greg Deleg had like 29 field goals in the first half. I get all that. But you need a you need a quarterback who's serviceable that can potentially get you in the end zone. And Zach Wilson hasn't done that. But I, I, he hasn't done it enough. But right. in this game, let's talk just about this Raiders okay. game, and then we'll get we're done with this. Yeah, yeah. He rushed for a 30-yard touchdown, unfortunately it, stepped down on two-yard line. Yeah. Get, handed it off to Brees Hall. He got in the end zone. And like, TJ Hoogie Mama messed it, it up. It, right. Yes. If that touchdown stands, this game is completely different. If if uh, uh, I'm mean, Brees and Bryce, Jesus, they're always killing me. Right, if, right, if right. Bryce Huff doesn't get that uh, – um, Unsportsmanlike conduct, roughing the passer, right. where it gives them a field goal, that's three points less for them. Like, there's a lot of penalties that were catalysts for why we didn't win this game. I don't think it was all on Zach. Obviously, Zach, that was – and one last thing, and I, I kind of want to hear, Scuddy, since you watched the game back. Do you put that interception on Lazard or on Zach? Because I put that on Zach. But a lot of people are putting it on Lazard. But from what I saw, in my opinion, Lazard was breaking – when that ball was in the air. So his yeah. momentum, in my opinion, was taking him in one direction. So it was kind of hard to attack the ball at the same time. That's what I thought. It's it's one of those things where I'm going to give this one 90% Zach, 10% Lazard, because in that particular situation, Lazard realizing he's not going to get there, play defense. We've seen Garrett Wilson do it numerous times. Where the throw was fucking shitty. Oh, my bad. Excuse me. Where the throw was crap, right? And he was able to adjust and whatnot. You could drop curse words. Come on, man. I know, bro. I just come on. I, I, we, I we try not to, but it's okay. We don't care. Right, right. I'm, yeah, I'm just trying not to, right? But yeah. like we saw, we saw, we seen Wilson have to do it numerous times where the, it was a bad throw and he had to play defense. Uh, Lazard might have not made, been able to make the catch. Give me the offensive pass interference over the interception. In that situation, you take that. And he's a veteran of the game. He should understand the, the situation. And interception is the last thing you will allow. Go for the freaking offensive pass interference and, right. and play defense. He didn't even attempt, man. Like, yeah. so, yes, th- yes, Zach Wilson had literally three other open options 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of them being Brees Hall, which I think with his speed scores, g- getting to the pylon if he catches him in stride. But I'm going to give 10% of that to Lazard being lazy as well. Um, me- Lazard could have been a wide receiver too in that moment, which he's not, and and play defense. And and you and you just you saw it. But no, it's, I, I, if you put a gun in my head, I'm blaming Zach for that all day because yeah. he had two other options that were actually wide open um, yeah. in that situation. Same question, Mike. Oh, I, I was going to say, so, well, for, first and foremost, right, no matter, the, no matter, uh, you know, who might, might say that, uh, whose fault is this, who's all, whose fault is that, in the sure. NFL, when it comes to interceptions, there, there's no such thing as a stat, and, and you know, I'm like the stat guy, as, uh, <laughs> you know, interceptions that shouldn't count toward the quarterback because dot, 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 right? It's always, you know, it, on the stat sheet, he threw an interception, right? Yeah. So, and I agree 100% with, with Gunny with it's it's 90% on Zach and 10% on, on um, Lazard. But one thing I noticed, guys, and, and I'm, I wonder if you guys noticed this too, does it seem like Lazard is injured or like hurt or, or playing through something right now? Because he, he was on the, uh, he was on the injury report. I think this pat at least for this past week. And I feel like his, his um, play, level of play should not have gone down that much in, you know, since he's been with the Packers to, to now, I know, I know he was playing with Aaron Rodgers, but the fact with the, you know, the drops, the lack of separation, which I know was never as forte to begin with, but, but the, the lack drops, of separation, man. I, but I, I feel like he's just not, I don't know. I, maybe it's just a Jets fan in me, but I, I think he's going through some things, man. And like, and I, and I want to get into it too, a little bit from now about, you know, the changes offensively and whatnot. But I think that, yeah, I would agree with Gunny with, you know, technically 90% on, on Zach here, but at, at the end of the day, Zach threw the ball. Well, he, he, he's the one who decided to throw that ball. And, and obviously, you know, Lazard failed to try and, you know, do anything with it right yeah, do anything yeah. with it there was no fight, effort there sure. was no effort whatsoever on his end I, right I, I just i've heard a lot of people say that he should have attacked the ball and i thought that the momentum wouldn't have allowed it but he probably could have tried not catch it but like you like gunny said defend it and which which he should have for sure uh so i guess we'll transition mike since you brought that up uh before we start previewing the bills what other changes would you like to see this week if possible right we saw michael carter cut we know we would love to see cj who's your mama Hit ride the bench and get Jimmy Rucker some playing time. What else are we looking at? What would you like to see? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, if if I were the offensive coordinator here, if I, if I was uh, you know Nate Hackett, the number one thing that I'm doing is I'm gonna try and implement a base, a twelve personnel package. Meaning, I'm gonna have Garrett Wilson and Alan Lazard as my only two wide receivers on the field for for the majority of my of the offensive snaps. Right. Then I'm going to have uh, Beckton at left tackle. I'm going to have Tomlinson at left guard. I'm going to have Titman at center. I'm going to keep Newman at right guard, and I'm going to keep Mitchell at right tackle. I don't care if Dwayne Brown is healthy right now. Uh, I I don't think they should be. They should continue uh, switching things up every single time they go onto the field. Uh, and then I want to solidify that offensive line with two tight ends. And that's what the 12 personnel is. Is is, is uh, two tight end sets. You have one tight end on one side, one tight end on the other side. They can block or they can block and release and go off for passes. And then the two tight ends are Rucker and uh, and uh, Conklin, not Uzama. I want Uzama on the bench. I don't want him seeing the field much at all. Then you have, obviously, Zach Wilson at quarterback. And then you have, uh, you know, Brees Hall and then sprinkled in with Abanaconda and Dalvin Cook in there. Now, just to add a little spice to that when it, when it comes to our, the base package, 
you know, once in a while, I, I would like to see uh, Lazard not be on the field and only, and, and, and I know this is like very, very uncommon in today's NFL in 2023, having only one receiver on the field, but as you know, stick with me here. I want to see him on, on an Island out there, maybe getting double teamed and that way it can open up, open up our uh, tight ends and then have two yep. running back sets in that backfield. I want to see Brees Hall and Dalvin cook slash Abanaconda. Uh, pretty much on the on the field at the, at the same time, almost the entire game offensively. Like that, that's that's what I want to see. Yeah, because I like because what you want to do is uh, just to wrap up real quick. What you want to do is is you want to keep it super simple for Zach. He literally has um, you know from the, he's taking the, the 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 snap from the gun. He's looking at Garrett. If Garrett's not open, you have your your checkdowns real quick to the tight ends. And then if they're not open, you're checking it down to either a, a Cook or a Hall or a Banacanda, and and that's how I would attack this Bills defense uh, this game. I like it. I like it. I like the, the, the two tight end sets. I, I like uh, getting those running backs involved because, I mean, we have to lean on that. Gunny, any changes that you would make this week in general you know, to the roster or to the game? Huh? Uh. I don't want to see CJ Uzama's face on the field. In fact, if if he could just be deactivated, not allowed to be at the game, that would be ideal. Sit, sit him next to Billy Turner. Sit him next to Billy Turner, right? I don't even want right him next in to the him. stadium. Billy Turner style. But he, he can watch the game in, in, in the stands. I don't want him on, on the sidelines influencing nothing. <laughs> I would love to see freaking Rucker get a full complement of snaps. And Conklin, I think Conklin right now, man, is so underrated in terms of what he's done with the the, the shit show that's around him. Uh, I've been a big fan of how his mindset is too. His press conferences have just continued to impress. I'm I'm a huge Tyler Conklin fan. So give me a full load of Conklin. Give me a full load of freaking Rucker. That's all I want to see out there. But in all actuality, man, I, I think the Izzy aspect is key. I think. That burst and speed and combination of him and then Brees, and you can bring Dalvin Cook in every now and again to give those guys a break, could literally wear out this defense that's already on their heels, right? The the Miami, the sorry, the Buffalo Bills defense is in shambles. I mean, this is a defense that's playing, it seems like better than they should be with the squad guys. Um, I mean, Hamlin, who hasn't played a game since, you know, not to be disrespectful, but since he right. died. <clears throat> Was also the reason why they lost that Did game. He was a twelfth man. Cardi- he literally oh, yeah. went into cardiac arrest. Literally, man. yeah, his heart I, I stopped know, on oh, the field. Heart, like literally, yeah, I thought that, okay, yeah, I thought yeah bro, he, like he okay. died. He died on the field. Yeah. Um, and then you know he was the cause of the loss, and, and this is them having wow. to play somebody. Wow. Yeah, he was a twelfth wow. man. He was the one that shouldn't have been out there for the <laughs> Buffalo Bills. So, like again, not not taking a yeah, shot, he, but it shows he was you know, I didn't yeah, know he was they a got a, yeah, he was a he was man. he was a twelfth man. So it yeah. shows how deep they have to go into their roster right now just to put a special teams. They're hurting on the defensive side of the ball, right? So I think beat them up. Let this running let these running backs beat these guys up. Uh, I, I think the the pass rush of the Bills should still be respected. Um, I think they're like top five in sacks, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they they fell off. They were top three before last week. I think they're top five now. So. Let the that, that's that's the strength right now that they have is they can still go ahead and use the defensive line to get to the quarterback, make them pay for it, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. If Zach Wilson throws no passes this game and we run the ball, I honestly believe we'll be able to score, and our defense can go ahead and and mm. give Josh Allen fits. He can he'll have a nightmare of a game. I just 
at this point, I'm I just I don't trust I don't trust the pass. I don't I don't trust Zach. Um, I, I would rather us put the game in the hands of Brees. I think Izzy right now is more of a secret weapon because no one's seen him yet in live action except for a little bit in the preseason. Utilize that kid, man. He's literally got Olympic speed. He's he's the Tyreek Hill we uh, but on our side. He's Tyreek Hill for yeah. us. Olympic speed. Not he ain't as fast as Tyreek, but <laughs> he's fast as hell, right? So I think we need to utilize that to our advantage. Uh, try to beat up on this Bills defense, man. Get those guys tired. They don't have the rotation. They don't have the depth to go ahead and keep guys fresh. Let's get them tired. <laughs> run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, beat those guys up, and then let our defense beat up Josh Allen. I think that's how we win this game. I I, I don't want to get to a situation where it's quarterback versus quarterback. I, I'd rather not. I'd rather our defense versus Josh Allen and our running game versus the Buffalo Bills defense. That's how I want it to be. Uh, I, I hope that happens, man, but I'm not saying I have the, the, the most faith in freaking Hackett either. So at this point, we're just all on pins and needles hoping that he figures out a game plan um, that would allude I'm, I'm, to utilizing his running game. I'm going to I'm gonna get to Hackett, but I want to go to Manny first before I, I talk about Hackett for a second. Go ahead, Manny. Well, he alley-ooped it to me because I'm going to hit something with obviously that we didn't discuss when you sent me the, the, the report of what you wanted to talk about. Here was my idea before you sent it to me. And it kind of piggybacks to what Mike already said, and it kind of piggybacks to what Gunny just said. Real quick to all three of you, has anybody been happy with Nathaniel Hackett's play calling so far this season? No? Nope. No? No? Okay. My thought process coming into the show is if you want to change it up and you want to make – maybe you need to give this offense a spark, why not pass the play calling abilities over to um, Todd Downing? 23 years experience. He's been an offensive coordinator in Tennessee. He's played with Derrick Henry. He's been an offensive assistant with the Minnesota side. He's played with Dalvin Cook before. I think that if you want to make a spark, it shouldn't just be to the players. Make him the offensive play caller now and see if that sparks it. Maybe he can run a different type of offense where Zach can succeed, and maybe you cover more of his mistakes by doing so. Um, can, can I jump what, in real, real quick, yeah, Go for so, it. I actually um, really love that idea. You, you guys remember back when uh, Adam Gase, we, you know, we had we had the gays. Uh, we all remember Adam Gates. We and, all remember and remember Adam. when he said that. Remember, remember when he went and said, "Okay, I'm going to give up the the play calling to Dallas Logan, Logans." Yeah. And he was on the sideline and he was like acting like he wasn't calling the plays, but he was really calling the plays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What if uh, <laughs> I, I actually like the idea about the Downing thing? Maybe Downing can call the plays, but it looks like uh, Hackett's calling exactly. the plays. Hackett you know what I'm saying? Play. That that way, you know, his uh, it looks like his feelings aren't getting hurt or anything like that. But um, oh yeah, I sorry, I just wanted to jump in there. I love no, no. that idea that that you're it's talking funny, about the Downing. Hey, Manny, it's funny you brought that up because that's actually what I wanted to talk about. Because to my to my experience is that when you want to quote shake things up and make changes, you need to find some way to give this offense a spark. Cutting Michael Carter wouldn't be yeah. it. Benching no. CJ, who's your mama, might be it. Benching an Adam Lazard for Brownlee, like uh, Infrared said in the comments, that may be it. Taking the play calling ability away from Nathaniel Hackett and give it to somebody that has the experience of a Todd Downing with 23 years of experience. He's God, been in it. other offensive offenses that have, that have been productive. Maybe that's it. Maybe that will find you the, the spark you need to move forward. <laughs> well, you know, okay. So a, a couple things. Uh, first I'm with different for about the, the Brownlee. Uh, yeah. I was talking about it last episode and last week. I, I want to see this mm -hmm. kid play more. He looked good in the yeah. preseason. I want to see him play. Now to the Hackett. Hackett. Whoa! Don't worry about it. We got you, baby. We got. Yeah, you. it's all right. We get it. You're pissed off. You need a little bit of time. 
No, just keep turning. Yep, there you go. What's going on with your mic? It keeps turning off randomly. That, that happened last the other last time we got on too. Nope, you're you're still yeah. not on. All right, but in the brother. meantime, in the meantime, you Hack go ahead and fix that. Hack it is definitely is hacking them. I'm gonna have to go just with the Beats headphones right now. I'm sorry, guys. All right, All right go for so it. a couple things. Hack it, not cutting it. But Joe Douglas, I guess he was giving Aaron Rodgers what he wanted. Because when you look at last year's offenses, the Jets were bottom five. You know who was in the bottom five with them? You know who had the worst offense in the league last year? The Denver Broncos. You know who else was in the bottom five? The Tennessee Titans. Their offensive coordinator, Todd Downey, got fired because they were in the bottom five last year. Yeah. So how do you go ahead and, and hire Nathaniel Hackett, who's leading the worst offense in the league? For, for Aaron Rodgers. And then go ahead. Oh, we need a passing game coordinator. Let's hire the guy that had also one of the top, worst five offenses in the league. Like, I get Derrick Henry was running the ball, but you're going to hire him to be a passing game coordinator? <laughs> like, so I... I don't know what Joe Douglas is doing. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers likes Todd Downing. I don't know if he likes, uh, obviously, likes Nathaniel Hackett. But as soon as Aaron Rodgers goes down, we got nothing. Aaron Rodgers was supposed to lift up the OC, the passing game coordinator. He was supposed to make everybody look good. Once he goes away, these guys suck. They suck at their job. And it's showing. Passing game coordinator, this guy's he, – all he does is run the ball with Derrick Henry. Passing game coordinator to my ass. Hard <laughs> is garbage. Zach Wilson, his best stats are on first down. We don't throw the ball on first down. I'm assuming mm. that that those are the best stats because everybody's expecting a run. Yeah. Right? So so it opens it up for him. But let's do that a little more. Let's go play action. Well, everybody's th- waiting for the, for, the pa- for the run. Let's go a little play action. Let's do something. But you also have a gentleman like the name of Pat Bastian on that offense that is coming up in this Robert Sala tree. He's never obviously called plays before, so he only has two years' experience in the NFL on the offensive side of the staff. But I, I didn't think that you guys as Jets fan was somebody who who's maybe is it is the best way to go. Fresh eyes maybe gives you better play calling. But I don't know. At this point in time, like Gunny said at the very beginning of the show, you have some semblance, some, a little bit, that you're still technically fighting for a wild card spot. So if something's not working, change it. And if Nathaniel Hackett, I agree. If Nathaniel Hackett is still the guy at the helm, with Zach Wilson still at the helm, because according to Robert Sala, I'm sorry, Zach Wilson is playing pretty damn good. You guys need to change something. Cutting Michael Carter is not going to give you the spark you need. Let me let me be clear. I don't don't think it's 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 allowed, but I would have Aaron Rodgers call plays before I have Todd Downing call plays. I don't know if it's allowed, but but I I would do that. Wow, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. All right, what you Not say, to mention Doug, Aaron Rodgers looked upset when some of the play calls being called. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You saw him shaking his head. I'm. He's like, I'm like, hey, I want to be like, that's your boy, bitch. You did that. You. Right. He's here. You did. You. It. He's here because of you. <laughs> I wanted to say it, but I don't want to upset him either. I understand why the general manager and everybody's tiptoeing because uh, he's he's Aaron Rodgers. So, so what, what I'll, I'll say this though. Yeah. There, there's no, there's no wild card for anybody in the AFC East. The the only the only team making it to the playoffs in the AFC East is the AFC East champions. So right now that's the Dolphins. They're, and it 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 sounds weird to say this, but they're the most competent and well-rounded team in the AFC East. Everybody's talking about oh the AFC East is just a bunch of frauds. No, that's not it's bullshit. Bullshit. The only frauds in the AFC East are the Buffalo Bills. 
They're the three-time they're the three-time AFC East champions. They're the team that everybody had favored to win it, and they're Again. they're bumps. They look like trash. The, their offense can't produce. Their defense can't produce. They're losing the teams they shouldn't be losing to. The Dolphins right. are losing to teams that are better than them, <laughs> but they're beating teams that they should beat. How's that being a fraud? <laughs> the Jets are are won four games with their back without Aaron without, without Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. And how we is that being knew, a fraud? And we already the, knew the, the Pacers, Pacers were going to suck. We, we knew they were going to suck. That, no, no surprise there. Danny so every time I one. see that, I'm like, the only yeah. frauds in the AFC East is the Bills. Like, what are we? What are we even arguing about? They're the only team post before Aaron Rodgers. Then Aaron Rodgers came in there. We had a chance, right. Super Bowl, blah, blah. But right, once right. he went down, the favorite was the Buffalo Bills. Right. And they're playing horrible. They're losing the teams they shouldn't be losing to. The only thing we can knock the Dolphins for is they're not losing the teams they shouldn't lose to. Like, what's it, right. How is right. that being and, a fraud? They're beating up on the teams they shouldn't be beating up on. So right now, if, if the Jets can't somehow, or the, or the Bills, can't figure it out to win the AFC East, that there's no playoffs. The AFC right. North is going to have the wild card spots. Yeah. I think they've got they've got the whole all four of Steelers, them. Right Steelers now and Baltimore are playing amazing. Hunt, exactly. And the Steelers pissed me off. You know why? Because the Steelers yeah. are the Jets. They're the Jets. It's the same exact team. You got a <laughs> bum quarterback who can't do anything. The defense dominates. They got a good running game, but somehow, some way they keep You're, winning. The head games. coach is the defensive is the defensive guy. Yeah, I'm with right. You. Mike, the thing is, Mike Tomlin, I think, is one of the most underrated Facts. coaches of all Facts. time, and that's how they're winning games. But if you yeah, look you. at the Jets and the Steelers, my brother in law is a huge Steelers fan, and yeah. we've sat here and watched, and I'm like, how the fuck are y'all winning games and we're losing games? It's the same team, it's yeah. the same late. But this one, coaching matters, right? Because because Pickett is trash. Let's be honest, Pickett is not him, he's trash. Uh, Zach is not him, he's trash. But mm-hmm. if you got Good one good wide receiver. They got Pickens. We've got Wilson. They've got good running backs. They've got a ridiculous defense. They're winning games. We're losing games. It's frustrating. It really is. But I think at the end of the day, they the AFC North might have four teams that make the playoffs in the AFC. Uh, I think the Browns might fall off now that they lost Deshaun Watson with, with Deshaun Watson a little being bit. Hurt. That's and, that's and I think one. that they'll beat beat each other up a little bit. You, I, I mean, they, they might get two teams in the wild card. For sure. But there's, there's, a, there's a chance that they might fall off just because of the fact that they beat each other up. And Lamar Jackson, I find it hard to believe that he'll play all 17 games. I know, but, I know we got well, to yeah. segue into the Buffalo book, but it goes back to what you said because I think Gunny brought up a, a very solid point. Danny was the, literally the only guy that gave somewhat of a chance. Because I'm that scared. Was so, no, no, with so many people shitting on the New England Patriots, you thought that, Maybe everyone else is wrong, but outside of Danny, everybody knew the Patriots were going to be trash. Everybody yeah. knew the Dolphins' offense was going to be good, and Buffalo yep. was supposed to win the whole entire thing. And the yep. Jets were going to be majorly improved with Aaron Rodgers at the helm. So I agree, Gunny. You are about to play the frauds this week. So Danny, if you're ready to get into this yeah, fraud go. game, I'm ready. Straight. Let's go, with Mike the Stack Guy. Mike, what do you think about the game, and what is your prediction, sir? All right, so. When I think about the game, so I already uh, spoke about what we should do offensively, defensively. Sure. I don't, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but I, I noted this during the during the Raiders game. I love the defense. The defense is obviously, as of right now, they're the number six defense uh, in the NFL when it comes to yards per game. Uh, but one thing I want, I would like to switch defensively is I want Sauce Gardner to become uh, Peter Pan because I want him to shadow Stephon Diggs the entire game because. Yeah. Because last game in September when we, when we played the Bills, 
he had 102 yards and uh, receiving yards and a touchdown. And, and I think sauce Garner was only covering him like 30% of the snaps. If that maybe even less than that. So I want to see, I want to see sauce Gardner on Stefan Diggs the entire time, take him out of the, out of the game uh, because going back to my other thing, the Raiders, I saw CJ Mosley covering Devonte Adams, which is a no, no, you don't do that. And I saw <laughs> Michael, Michael Carter, the second covering um, Devonte Adams, which is a no, no, you don't do that. DJ Reed. Okay. That's fine. Sauce Gardner, even better, but you don't put a, a middle linebacker. I don't care how good he's playing this year uh, against one of the top receivers in the NFL. All right. So, uh, that that's defensively. Other than that, they're doing fantastic. They're doing fabulous. I love the defense. Keep it going. We're, we're going to, you know, do well. Now, when it comes to um, the, the second, you know, when it comes to the up, up front, I want JJ, uh, Jermaine Johnson to wreak havoc. I want Bryce Huff to wreak havoc. And, in order to win this game, and I'll get into my, my score prediction here, in order to win this game, I'm, I'm calling it right now, we have to turn the ball over. We have to force the Bills to turn the ball over four times this game uh, to win. I think we need four turnovers to win Damn. this game. I really yeah. do. If that's so, the case, we ain't winning. I, I think we're still going to get it because Allen's been turning the ball over like crazy. I think he still has the – or he's the second most. I think Mac Jones has the most interceptions in the NFL, and I'm pretty sure Josh Allen is, is right up there with him. So – I think, I think there's going to be some turnovers. Uh, I think there's blood in the water when it comes to both of these teams. I think the Bills and the Jets are both both obviously on the outside looking in. But like Gunny was saying, you know, there, there's there's not a second team in the AFC that's going to go to the playoffs this year. And, oh, by the way, you know how the, uh, people talk about and they say uh, this team this team uh, doesn't play to win. They, they, not, they play not to lose. Well, right. good teams, they play – thinking about not only to make the playoffs, but, but they want to go deep into the playoffs. Right? right. So, so these teams are like, Oh man, I really hope I make the playoffs by, by the wild card that, that right there, that mentality is so garbage. That mentality is so wrong. That's such a loser mentality. So this game, you just got to go in try your best. Hopefully your offense does well. Hopefully the little changes that, that they do can, uh, you, you know, uh, help us win the game. But this is all about what have you done for me lately? Gunny said it earlier. This is, this is the NFL. What have you done for me lately? And, this uh, upcoming Sunday at four o'clock, four twenty-five, I want to see the Jets uh, beat the Bills, uh, twenty-one to fourteen. Uh, that's that's what I'm calling it right now. Hope, and and also we're going to score two touchdowns, even though we haven't scored a touchdown in uh, uh, the two, last you know, two, two games. games. Yeah, two games we haven't scored a touchdown. So I'm I'm going to say twenty-one fourteen. I think that the defense uh, keeps us in this game, and I think Zach Wilson actually throws a couple of touchdowns here, one to Brees Hall, and then one to uh, Garrett. All right, uh, Gunny when you make a prediction, <laughs> keep in mind, Ken Dorsey just got fired. We now have Joe Brady, which I'm sure it, the offense is going to look slightly different because, you know, somebody new comes in, they want to change things up. As Bearded was Facts. saying earlier, shake Facts. things up. So how are you feeling about this game? It's unfortunately also going to the fact that we're going to uh, be playing against a new offensive coordinator. So earlier today, I actually finished up my prediction video for this week, right? I, I decided that, you know what, I tried, you know, being a little bit superstitious by not doing anything since we almost beat the Chiefs. And anyway, I digress. I decided, you know what, it doesn't matter what I do. We're going to win or we're going to lose. It's the Jets. So I did my prediction video earlier today. It's being edited as we, well, not right now, but like it's being edited. They'll be out tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I'm going to give you one portion of it because it's a two, it's a two prediction like video. Um, this is not going to be a pretty game. Uh, I, I do believe that with the addition, them firing Ken Dorsey, who blatantly was not the issue this last game that they lost, 
um, which made zero sense to me. Talk about a scapegoat, you know what I'm saying? Like I, that that made they fumbled the first play of the game, right? But that's somehow Ken Dorsey's fault. Like Josh Allen is is throwing in a triple coverage. That's somehow that's Ken, Dorsey's Ken Dorsey's fault, right? Like right. so, it, you can tell it was one of those things where they just needed a, somebody scout, you know, to appease the masses. And they decided to go with their offensive coordinator, uh, Joe Brady. We saw him operate uh, with the pa- uh, the Panthers, and it did not did not look good. You know, he he was great at LSU. What he did with freaking Joe Burrow, put him on the map, came to the league. We saw him with the Panthers, and it did it, it did not compute. It just didn't make it. Just didn't add up. So now he gets a second chance again to be an OC. I'm not necessarily worried about that because you can't fix. It, it it wasn't the sch- schematics. It wasn't the scheme. It 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 was Josh Allen. Josh Allen has been the issue with with this freaking offense struggles, and Josh Allen does not play the New York Jets well. The New York Jets have that dude figured out. We 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 make him make mistakes. He looks mediocre. He looks like Zach Wilson when he plays against the New York Jets. It's it's fun for us. If we had a competent quarterback, we would be dominating. But Somehow, some way, Zach Wilson is two and zero against this team, so he's never lost to the freaking Bills. Uh, I do believe the Jets have a chance to win this game, and I say a chance because I'm going to give you just a portion of what my video that's coming out tomorrow states. But I'm going to stick with the fact that the only way that the Jets win this game, our defense has to score. If if our defense doesn't score a point, I just I don't have the confidence or the thought process that we're able to go ahead and close this out. Um, I do believe that the Bills defensive line is is doing their best to create pressure. Uh, they, they, they top five in the league in terms of sacks. This is a team that's desperate back against the wall. And I think you lean on what's what's working for your team, and that's their defensive line. So I don't know if Zach Wilson's going to be able to take advantage, even though that team is decimated defensively in the secondary, like decimated. I'm not expecting this to be a high-scoring game. I, I have the final score being 17 to 10, and that's compliments to the kickers that will be kicking the ball in this game. And it's only 17 to 10. New York goes New York Jets if one of those uh, one of those six points comes from the defense. Uh, in my video, you'll you'll see that I go the other way if if the Jets don't get the defense to score points. I just this game is not going to be pretty. It's not going to be. It's it's going to be ugly as hell. But I do believe it is a Never playoff pretty. game. Yeah, it's a, it's a playoff game for the Jets and Bills. Whichever team loses this game, go ahead, start thinking about the offseason. There's no coming back from it. Like whoever loses this game has no chance of like knocking out the freaking Dolphins at the top of the AFC East because there's no there's no wild card. There's no wild card position in in this AFC East. You, you've got to win the AFC East in order to make the playoffs. So if you lose this game this Sunday, Jets or Bills. Start thinking about the offseason because <laughs> it's it's a wrap. It's going to yeah. be a race to whoever – it's going to be a race between the Dolphins and whoever wins the game this Sunday. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm not feeling good. Uh, bearded predictions for Sunday's game. I wish I could go the Jets way. And let me start there. Obviously, you guys saw that I tweeted a little something-something this past – Monday when the Buffalo Bills lost to the Denver Broncos and I spent the next two hours just adding Kyle Brandt to all my tweets because I hate how much he 
calls my team a bunch of frauds, and then his team goes out and does that to the Denver against the Denver Broncos. I want to pick the New York Jets because I want to see the Buffalo Bills lose. But to all the points that Mike made up last week and this week, to all the points that Gunny's made this week, to all the points you're making, Danny, we said that the offense for the New York Jets is inept. And I think we were being very kind using that word. Like there are some words that we could use for this offense that are much worse than inept. Josh Allen is not playing MVP ball. And now we, we've always respected Josh Allen. Danny, I think you and I have always been the guy is a talented quarterback. He's just not playing like a talented quarterback. He hasn't played great this season. And now you have a Jets defense that makes quarterbacks look subpar. You guys have been Josh Allen's kryptonite before this season. Like you have made Josh Allen look super subpar when playing against him. So the only thing I would need is, quote, like you said, a serviceable quarterback. And Zach Wilson is not that it for me. So it's hard for me to go ahead and pick the Jets. And to Gunny's point, I think I would need to see a defensive touchdown to even give you guys the slightest point that you, you'll win this game. I don't think you guys have any chance of winning this game. And I hate saying that because I want the Buffalo Bills to lose so badly. But I'm going to go Buffalo 20, Jets 10, just because I think that you guys will get into the end zone once. How? I don't know. Um, but I'm not going to be disrespectful like I was last week, even though I was only eight points off from hitting that mark with the Oakland Raiders. Um, but, yeah, Zach, get your head out of your ass and run forward. Yeah, you're absolutely right. If Zach uses his legs, that could be something that helps you guys in this game, but he doesn't do it often enough. He's looking for the big play when he shouldn't be looking for the big play. He misses the easy dump offs. So, Danny, 20, 20 to 10, Buffalo wins this game. I really hope that they don't. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't see a way with all the points that you guys have made today that the Jets could sneak up, sneak one out. Listen, the Broncos just did it. I'm not saying there's no chance, there's a slim chance, but it's very, very, it's hairline slim. It's hairline slim, yeah. Danny. Like, it's a slim chance. Like, if you had to put money on it, I'm putting my money on the bills, right? right? Like, like it's like it's like that. Like you, you know it's possible, but if you're putting a gun to my head and I gotta make a bet on this game, right? I'll bet on the bills to win it. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that. And uh, a couple things, uh, uh, Mike mentioned that he wants to see Sauce uh, kind of travel the way Revis used to with the best receiver. Yeah. I mean, we saw Devontae Adams playing out of the slot. That's when he added success. Yeah, and we have the Dolphins coming up. Tyreek Hill is all over the place. So if you're expecting for Tyreek Hill to just line up outside, that's not happening. He's constantly in motion. So we got to figure out a way, and let's figure that out against Stephon Diggs, who doesn't have the speed that Tyreek Hill has in five days later. Yeah. So I definitely want to see that. I don't know if we will see that, but I would love to see that. Um, this game, I started feeling a little better when I saw how bad they played against the Broncos. Mm -hmm. I feel like they can't get out of their own way this year. Right. And because of that, I got a little renewed hope. Now, with Joe Brady, now the offensive coordinator, I think that we are going to see some more wrinkles. Now, Mike was mentioning that he thinks that there's a possibility that Josh Allen might scramble a lot more. I think that that might be it. And I think that, like Mike said, Quincy Williams would hopefully spy him because if Josh Allen is going to have a bunch of design runs, we need the fastest guy in our linebacking crew to go ahead and spy him 
to chase him down. So I think that that would be really beneficial as far as uh, how to, to um, go ahead and, and match up with Josh Allen because he obviously has very minimal success passing against us. But look back at week one, all his damage was with his legs. Yep. So I think that they're going to lean on that again. With that said, we beat them week one, but they took special teams touchdown. But I do think, and maybe it's me because I believe that sports usually work in a weird way where things just work out. They just work out in a way that kind of makes it like a, like a, almost like a movie. And I really do think that all this talk about Aaron Rodgers coming back only if the Jets are still in it, it's going to happen one way or another. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I Love think that, that the decision will be there. Whenever Aaron Rodgers is ready, that he's, okay, I'll, I'll try to come back. I think the decision will be there. And I don't think the Jets will be completely out of it. But for that to happen, I do think that they need to beat the Bills this week. Because if they lose to the Bills, they're going to lose to the Dolphins, and they're 4-7, and seven, and all of a sudden you implode. You implode when you're on like a four-game losing streak. Things just go – the lock. you lose the locker room. Robert Sala loses the team, and it just becomes a mess. So you need to stop the bleeding. And to do that, you need to be 5-5 five and five at the end of this game. So with that said, I do believe – I had to wear my belief shirt for that reason. I believe that they are going to somehow figure out a way to get this dub – and I'm going to say the final score is going to be 19 to 13. Mm. 19 to 13, the, the Buffalo Bills will have the ball with a chance Heck to take yeah. the lead and win the game with the touchdown. And the Jets' defense will come out big just like they did last year, just like they did this year. And they'll stop them from scoring that touchdown that they need. And uh, I'm Hell going yeah. 19 13. That, that's my prediction. Hell yeah. I got a stat. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm saying we got to wrap it up real quick. And, and Mike, you'll finish this out. But. Where are you getting 23 points from infrared? That's all that's all I want you to tell me. While Mike gives Boyle, us that Boyle's you know, coming in, Boyle's gonna come in halftime and light it up. So <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> no, What's no, I'm just kidding. I didn't want okay, to so, 23 points. I, I was kind of curious about that too, but I, I digress. Here, go ahead. Well, 23 um, points would be what two touchdowns and three field goals. Oh, yeah, one def- one one defensive Wait, touchdown, one breeze hall touchdown, and three field goals. Okay, fair enough. I like that. I like the response. Go, <laughs> go ahead, Mike. Give us the final stat, baby. All right. So do you guys remember what the record was in the first nine games in the 2009 NFL season for the Jets? The first, I'm hoping you're going to say four and five. They were four and five, baby. And guess what? <laughs> they made AFC the playoffs. championship. Yeah. AFC championship game that year, too. And, now, and, and they when they lost to the Falcons that same season – Rex Ryan came out and said, that's it, we're eliminated from the playoffs. The very next day, he came and was like, oh, I was wrong. My math was wrong. Ended up beating the 14-0 Colts, made it to AFC Championship. So, yep. I, I love that stat, Mike. So, you're telling me there's a chance. I love this stat. This is the worst, the worst position for us as Jets fans to be in because it always oh, ends oh. up in pain. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, I know. I'm trying to save you guys, but you guys just want to continue. <laughs> no, 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 no don't save us, bearded. We want the pain. We, we embrace do. the pain. We're, We're comfortable do. here. Th- th- this is exactly where we are. I, you don't know we how uncomfortable I felt. You think you know pain? We know pain. I felt so uncomfortable before week one when I was like, Aaron Rodgers was supposed to win the Super Bowl. This is just not right. He went down. I was like, okay, I feel comfortable now. This is where we're supposed yeah. to be. <laughs> it felt so unreal. 
to be everyone's like, oh my god, the Jets are Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, yeah. We have a franchise court. We have a legit, a real quarterback, bro. It was it it was the most awkward off season for me. Yeah, but I enjoyed it so much because it was a positive awkwardness. Uh-huh. And then when he got hurt, I was like, oh, oh, okay, okay, that yep, that that makes sense. It's it's us. We're the Jets. This is <laughs> this is what's yeah. supposed to happen. And then we we <laughs> yeah, bullshit exactly. our way through a win, and then we got smacked up by Mika Parsons, and it's like, all right, this is where we're supposed to be. I feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, we, how about right. these? How about these comments tonight? They were, I mean, these comments were were fired tonight. They were awesome. Uh, the, these viewers that that are you know that are watching the show. You know, uh, thank you guys so much. Like, I'm reading all your comments, and it, pretty much every single one is just like on point. I'm loving it. Oh, they're in on it. They're in. Look at, look so at for this. sure. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, Max. the Dolphins are close. And just just to peek behind the, we were when before we started the battered Jets fans, we were just gonna do a battered football fans, and right. it was just gonna be a Jets fan and a Dolphin fan talking football right. because we're both right. so battered. Talk about United, <laughs> right? But then we thought like, well. Like a Jets fan isn't going to want to listen to like 30 minutes of Dolphins talk. So we just decided nice. to like separate the shows. But that's what it was because the Dolphins, they haven't won a playoff game in 23 years. So, you know. At least we- and if you're if you're a Jets fan, just do do, do me the honor. Follow the Bearded Fanatic. You don't even have to follow me. Don't follow the Bearded Fanatic. Go to my last tweet. It's my pinned tweet. And retweet Kyle Brandt's face just crying. I did. Keep I retweeting did. Well, I it. I know. I know you <laughs> did. I know you did. But keep brother. retweeting it. Mike. We're gonna fight when I see you if you come down. Because the uh, fact you like that guy, I don't know, man. No, I, I just watched, you know, Good Morning Football when it first came out back in like 2013, whatever, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Kay OGs, the, Kay yeah, Adams. Kay Adams and um, yes, Brent and uh, Schrager when they when they first started. But yeah, I know he's gotten. Yeah, I know he's quite the character, but I, I liked him when when they first started the show. All right, uh, any All right, final yeah, thoughts, guys? Out, baby. Uh, Listen, Mike, uh, final thoughts, and, but like quick final thoughts. Yeah, quick Go. final thoughts are I hope we win the game, and um, I hope I don't look like an idiot saying that we're going to win the game and, and uh, score 21-14. Well, so. For sure you will. <laughs> those, those, I'm going to look like an idiot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Gunny, final we're thoughts. We're just content creator. It's it's bound to happen. This is what we do. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with Mike, man. I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Jets prove me wrong this weekend and we win this game. Um, keep our season alive, and then hopefully the Raiders somehow, some way, by my, if the, if the Raiders beat the Dolphins, it's the football gods literally doing everything they can to help us out. Because let's be honest, that should be a walk in the park for them. But imagine that happening, and then we get a chance to go ahead and fight for the that, AFC East crown. That that uh, loss would would against the Bills would hurt even more if if the Dolphins lose to the Raiders at one o'clock. Oh, 100 percent. Um, so we need to win our game, we need to handle our business. Um, and we, we need to hope the Raiders are on a resurgence tour and they figure some things out. I don't I don't I don't I don't think they are. At the very least, we'll be in second place beating the Bills this week. Let's chase that. Bob Bearded, any uh, final thoughts? The Raiders are playing good ball. It, it's not outside of the spectrum that they lose. Um I forget his name right now, their head coach now, Antonio, Antonio Pierce. Pierce. Antonio, yeah, Antonio Pierce. He looks so currently. weird as a head coach, and maybe he does. He does. But I Antonio, look at like he doesn't look like a head coach out there. Antonio Pierce yeah. currently two and zero. They're smoking cigars after every single game. They have this new rejuvenation to them, and and it's it's exciting to see because Raiders football, baby. You know, just win, baby. Just but win, baby. It, win. It, yeah. it, it, <laughs> the it, Raiders. It, it's not. It's not outside the spectrum that they could potentially lose this game. I don't think they will. But let me tell you, man. Please, please. Jet gods beat the Buffalo Bills. That's my final thought. That's we're it. Doing it. It's gonna happen. And hey, we're gonna uh, do what uh, we can, brother. We got you. 
I'm believing. I'm believing. All right. Uh, if you're listening on audio, appreciate you sticking all the way to the end. Please leave the five star comments, reviews, all that other good stuff. And if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Like and subscribe. Leave a comment. Let us know what you like, what you didn't like. And as always, until the next one, have a good one. Peace.